0: I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. West and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. West and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. Hold on to your butts. Because when we're not clocking T-Rexes at 36 miles per hour, we can be seen canvassing the jungle in stilettos, Nick. I am Wesley Sykes. To the other side of the ether is the Spinosaurus to my Diplocidus. Nope, that's Ooh. not right. Uh, it's Dr. Nicholas J. S. Fryer, raptor trainer for hire. The
1: dipolopticus is definitely appropriate for me. Just because because of, of my pass and the name, but it's the stiletto stuff. Like that's bringing that up. That's that's a good call. Like we were watching it, and Lauren's
0: like, "Why is she still wearing heels?" I know that was. Uh, I think Dork, uh, of course, the hashtag Dork Podcast Boys were the first to bring that up, and then it's just glaring from that point. So one of those things. Once it's pointed out to you, it's yep. hard to unsee. Yep. This is
1: very true, but actually the the rat the rat the T Rex at thirty six miles an hour. I, I rewatched, of course, Jurassic Park as well as we're getting ready for this, not to spoil your but what we're talking about today. But thirty six miles an hour, I, I do. I've never gotten clocked at how fast I run. I don't know if a radar gun can pick that kind of thing up for a human, but I would be very curious to know like how fast
0: we all ran, like in the DSG. Oh, that would be nice. I mean, we could do a forty time, a combine, if you mm-hmm. will, a DSG mm-hmm. combine. I'm even sure. trying to get an Olympics for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, a beer olympics i thought would be a little bit more easier uh just like the the presidential physical fitness test i think that would be near impossible
1: <laughs> yeah i tend to agree yeah, so, yeah for us a...
0: but well even then, like i'm not sure how keen i am to jump I like, climb a rope you know mm-hmm. i never had to do the rope climb like maybe i I've, i always like remember seeing that in shows and it's like why don't we ever do the rope climb thing? Uh, I don't think it was enforced. I think if you could do it, I remember there were a few kids who were uh, freaks, anomalies. Got, yeah, yeah, sort of for thing, sure. You know? Yeah, uh, I. But I would. Uh, the only thing
1: I'd be I'd be more worried about the forty time or a cone. Actually, a cone drill would worry more because my Achilles like played basketball for a while. Like uh, you know, after not for years, like mm-hmm. right before the pandemic, and then my like, feet started bothering me, and then like so I get. I get a little skittish about that sometimes.
0: I hear you. I have uh, this is a self diagnosis. I think I have plantar fasciitis mm. in one mm. of my one of my feet. It's my, my heel. My whole heel hurts. It doesn't. hurt. You know, it's a little stiff in the morning. It's fine during the day. Well, uh, I haven't. I haven't. like you know, kind of get going. Yeah, you know, once I kind of get moving, it's fine. Stiffness in the morning, I think, is normal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but once I go running, like I haven't. I haven't ran in a, a few uh, period of days. We're not once talking I, oh, about your feet. <laughs> Come on! Bud. Oh, stiffness. Um, God, don't ever say that uh, I don't pick up on shit again. That's fair. That's fair. That's uh, that's really good. That's damn good. <clears throat> All right, Nick, All right. you're 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 high rolling tonight. I'm ready to go. Yep. Enough about my plantar fasciitis because no one really cares. Fucking sucks. Uh, no, I, regardless, I heel injury. Don't like it. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't already guessed, uh, the court is is still in session. We have not left since last week. But we have an all-new original versus reboot debate, uh, 1993's Jurassic Park versus 2015's Jurassic World with, uh, uh, not not Chris Pine, uh, of course, Chris Pat Pratt. But uh, before all of that, Nick, um, have you ever drank something that you weren't expecting? And what was it? And when was it? It's a three-part question here.
1: Well, I think uh, well, well, you guys heard before the dipolopticus thing, you know, <laughs> it's not a secret that I have partaken in certain uh, extracurricular well, fall player. yes, I play baseball. So you know you, you spit into cups every once in a while, and you you gotta make sure that you that you're aware which cups are being spit into, whether you are doing it or somebody else is doing it. And there's definitely times where I had my own thing and like I just a tiny bit, but I caught myself and spit it back out. Um, not, not a fun moment though. Definitely like, oh fuck. Like that,
0: that is, that is the low point. When you drink the t- Tobacco in unmarked cups, um, mm-hmm. is a huge thing, right? That's a huge thing in college, whether that was a dip spit or just, you know, a little bit of a beer in the bottom of a cup and you throw your cigarette butts in there and everything. Ooh. That yeah. is what happened to me. A bunch of uh, red solo cups scattered around, uh, during the college days thinking I'm, dr- I'm grabbing my beer cup. I grabbed the one right next to it, not looking in conversation. It mm. has uh, day-old beer and a plethora of cigarette butts in there. And I take a sip, and my friends are looking. and just all kind of pours out of my mouth. You know, I don't, I don't swallow anything uh, because I'm a lady. Mm. Uh, and, and then just everything kind of just comes out there. So didn't throw up or anything. But the reason why I asked this, because moments before we went on air here, while I was waiting for you to join, uh, I grabbed a water out of the fridge, a nice little mini water. Those those little ones there, and so mm. uh, Julia's uh, opening. It has her her uh, um, studio name on there, the little rebrands there, so like guests nice. can take them and stuff, you know. So I've been filling that up for weeks, using that refilling it up with water. That's kind of what I've, what I've been drinking out of. Mm. Unbeknownst to me, I, I went to go grab it right now, take a swig of it because I'm, I'm very parched. I was very thirsty. Uh, go to take a huge swig of it, vodka soda. So I, I was expecting water, vodka soda, immediately spit it all out. It's all in the back of my mouth, almost throw up, like get that like thick saliva in the back of your tongue sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just texted Jules, I was like, uh, w- what is this? Like we got to mark booze. Uh, yeah. If it's not in like, if it's in a water bottle sitting yep. in the fridge. You know, I think she went to the beach or something earlier and brought you know a little mixed drink down with her and then bro- put it back. And Nothing can prepare um, you for that when you're oh, not. That when, was like, tough. Yeah. There's no like like there there are certain
1: times. I, I don't know if you can ever be prepared for to to get a drink and not know what it is and like. But when you when you think it's water and then it's something completely different and
0: you're thirsty too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the worst. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah, when you need that water like in those moments, and then it's like you start you just start chugging it. You are not even thinking twice about it. That's. That's yeah. That's that's brutal. The gag
0: reflex kicks in. It gets like up in your sinuses almost. So it kind of stays there in the Mm. back of your mouth. Like, oh, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, This is not. This is different.
1: But now you're making me think of like when you get soda. Like I don't drink soda much anymore. But whenever you get it, like at a a fountain,
0: and then the carbonation's off, it's just like, what
1: the fuck is
0: that? I know. But but usually fountain sodas, when done right, is the time to get soda. Right. Yo, agreed. absolutely. Yeah. But when you when it's done wrong, guys, there are a few a, things—a flat are- soda, or if it's uh, you know at the end of the uh, syrup bag, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, fuck that. But anyways, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm right there with you. Not a fun conversation to start our day with. Well, how about this conversation? This is a bit of a uh, an evergreen here. Uh, and this is in honor of the Hashtag Dork Podcast 300 episode, which I, I believe uh, as a crow flies is airing this evening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, of course, the famous debate from um, uh, Rich Keefe and Ryan Davey, uh, d- starting back from when they were in their childhood, would you rather be hot or cold? Right. And I feel like they've detailed that a number of times on the podcast. So let's rehash this argument, Nick, and kind oh, of boy. format it for us here. Would you rather be hot or cold? Uh,
1: I think I'd rather be cold and bundle up. I think that I think because like especially now where I'm hot cuz I'm sunburned from over the weekend. Um I think I'd rather I know it's a lot different. So but this would
0: be like you're living in cold weather. Is is this how you're interpreting the question? Like like in in perpetuity? You know what? Yeah yes, that is that is how I'm interpreting it, but at the same time
1: man like okay, if it's really cold, like a really really cold place or a really really hot place. We're talking like shitty Florida weather. Or, like, I don't know, I guess, like, really cold, like, snowy Maine, I I think I'd pick Maine. But if we're talking, like, you know, it's kind of cold out versus, okay, it's kind of warm out, like, I'm probably going to pick the kind of warm out. Like, 71, that's where it's, like, tough. Yeah, I know.
0: And and that's where, like, if you have to pick one or the other, that's where it gets down to. And, like, I was, like, never really knew how to answer this question until this weekend. I had some sort of epiphany. I was much like you with your answer. I was like, I think I'll go cold because you can put layers on. But like, I want warm weather, and but I don't want it too hot. I want that kind of like North Carolina, 70 degree, that sort of thing, like that, yeah. that nice weather. But so I, I, I've settled on hot because like life thrives in the heat, Like life thrives in the sun. It's true. Things cons- constrict in the cold. You get seasonal depression. Life dies in the cold, bears hibernate. You know like oh, there's all those things that I kind of go on to like I would rather be warm um you know and, and just have and then be able to deal with it. and then, and if I have to cool down I go for a dip in the water I drink water you know there's air I'm assuming there's air conditioning in this in this scenario that there's there's ways to cool down um but I I would rather be hot because like the winter like you just like move less like I feel like you're just not as like willing to do things.
1: Yeah I hear what you're saying, but if it's like a hundred
0: degree heat. Like that's unbearable too. I also, I also, yeah,
1: no, of course. Like the, the, obviously the extremes are just absolutely brutal, but I think when I am cold, like I can at least enjoy myself a little bit better. Like, like, okay, I'm sorry. When I'm uncomfortably cold versus uncomfortably hot, when I'm uncomfortably hot, man, I like, I turn into like just a puddle. Like what am I supposed to do? So if it's like, if it gets to a certain point, but again, like, you know, like, 70 degree weather. I'm taking you know way better than 50 degree weather. So I, uh, that's tough. I, I lean cold right now. I got to be honest. Yeah, it's right it's
0: now. it's a it's a tough it's a tough question. It's a tough one there. I, I think we am going we'll never, hot. I'm I'm glad that you came to an answer. I'm really happy for you. I, think I feel good about it. it. I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm ready to tackle this today.
1: Well. Good for you. It's I don't know where, I, I forget where Dork kind of stands on that one, so I guess I'll have to
0: listen to this. Yeah, I'm time. sure that'll get brought up, and they're doing a, uh, well, we'll get to that a little bit later in this week in Dork, of course. Uh, uh, supposedly this week, I was hoping that we would get it before uh, today would happen as, as it we're uh, recording as a crow flies, but the Black Adam trailer uh, is supposed to be coming out this week, so keep your peepers popped for that. But that should be nice. We need a little DC love in our life. Uh, all this Flash news seems to be a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a a wet blanket. So get something good out there. So for those, this is
1: not in the comic book minute. Um, but for those who who um, have listened to TLDR in the past and know that how big I am on Deathstrokes, um, what was it? DC Rebirth run, which was written by Christopher Priest. He had a few different artists with him. Um, but Christopher Priest was, was one of my favorite comics that I've read. Um, especially when you're talking about like the, the superhero genre comics, he's going to be writing some black Adam stuff. I don't know if it's going to be like a 12 issue story or if he's doing one arc or whatever it is. But when I see them putting him on that project, to me, that's a really good sign. So, I mean, okay. I, I don't know how much it translates to the movie necessarily, but Something to be on the lookout for if you're into uh, reading comics for sure.
0: All right, and uh, we haven't got to see this yet as well, Mm -hmm. but we have some early returns on season three for The Boys on Amazon Prime, which was released uh, again as a crow flies last Friday. Right. Um, you want to hit us with some ratings here? Yeah. So IMDb uh, has an eight point five out of ten,
1: then an eight point nine out of ten for the second episode, and then an eight point five out of ten also for the Third episode, so solid. Hard. Yep, rock solid. Uh, I would even say IMDb's kind of gotten tougher. I know we used to go by them, and I used to get really annoyed with with Rotten Tomatoes, but I feel like
0: IMDb's gotten a lot lower with the scores. Um, over the yeah.
1: our show's history.
0: I would yeah, say. Getting, getting a little too liberal with it there. They need, need to reel it in. You know, we're, we're small hall type of guys. Yeah. um, Yeah. And then Rotten Tomatoes
1: has it. um The critics have it at a 95, and the audience has it quite a bit lower at 87. It's still um, good, though. Yep. And then the critics' consensus, managing to up the ante on what was already one of television's most audacious satires. The boys' third season is both bracingly visceral and in wickedly smart. I the
0: guy broke out the, the the Thoris, maybe the girl did, whoever wrote that there. Mm. Uh that was great. So I love I love all the uh the, the adverbs and adjectives there. So that's, that's good stuff. You know what
1: though? I will say like I I you know when you call somebody like wicked like evil like I do under like obviously like it has a place for it, especially when people from across the pond say it, but it also like bugs me sometimes when I hear it in any other context than the way that Massachusetts people I've used it over the
0: years. I yeah, know like, it's like this but... means like like it's almost uh like like devilish, right? Yes. And like like fox, like sly, but like yes. you know it's it's bad, but it's it's so bad that it's good. You feel it's almost like a guilty pleasure, right? It, yeah, and it's
1: like and that's the way you're supposed to use it, not the way
0: like well that's like, wicked the, awesome. The, the I you know
1: what actually bothers me more is when people across the pond say wicked, like Ron used to say it all the time in Harry Potter, right? I get that's what they say about that uh, is where it really yeah, bothers yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I hear that first now whenever I hear wicked in any form so anyways uh that's more about me and less about them but great
0: great returns so yeah i mean we were this hard, is hard good excited. news i was excited for her i was you know i've been a little downtrodden on the D- disney plus shows you know i'm not sure where you stand on the uh star wars disney plus shows but you know that oh. feels to be a little bit of a uh, uh down you know downward trend as well i don't know maybe i'm just reading the tea leaves there or the wrong tea leaves but you know this is something i'm excited for and, and it's nice to see um at least on paper on the surface level that this is uh, living up to the expectations.
1: Well since we're we're like go, like that's all that's the only, all the stuff we have for trending now I will hit on Obi-Wan off the top since we we have a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um so I did finally watch the first two episodes along with the third one. Um and I know that it seems like the DSG like quite a few guys aren't fans of it. I know I talked to my dad who's like like, kind of has issues with, like, the Disney stuff, like, over the since they killed, you know, Iron Man and, and Captain America. Sure, yeah. um yeah. With MCU. And then he's hit or miss on Star Wars. He loves this Obi-Wan show. Um, okay. And then, obviously, we've seen listeners kind of, like, like it, the listeners of the DSG. I personally like it, but I think it's good. I don't think it's like this crazy, amazing thing. I don't, but I don't like the, the Leia stuff that everybody, everybody's getting upset about with the child actors. We talk about it on here. It's definitely a thing that can bother people. And I understand that. me But like my big thing I look for is like, okay, did the kid get in the way and she's absolutely a plot device throughout all this. But like, no, Obi-Wan is still Obi-Wan. He's still awesome. Like, I love everything about him. Um, and then Reva is the other character people are, are very polarized about. I believe I don't, so. Moses I,
0: something, right? Isn't that her I, name, Moses something? I, I
1: don't understand why there's like this polarization with the. I know it's Star Wars and this is what happens. Um, but like, I think she's solid. And I feel like they, there is like a big thing that's going to, there's definitely a big thing that's going to happen with the character over the season. And I, and I was listening to the Dork talk about the first two episodes. I don't think they even hinted at what could be done with this character um in their conversation with i i'm thinking this kid was this character was a youngling who did not want to turn evil and she's gonna want to like that's why she really wants vengeance on mm-hmm. obi-wan that would okay. be more interesting than just being a kiss ass to darth vader but um i like that all I, right
0: we'll see I what happens
1: like a like a maybe like an 82 or something like that so far okay I would say, all right
0: where's your so. time but yes, yeah it, so but expectations
1: expectations right. are so important the star wars when you, like boba fett like i was frustrated with a lot of it but i still gave it like an 85 at the end because i knew going in like oh, we're gonna get let down and then when we got the awesome stuff and so with star wars i don't know why you have high expectations anybody like i don't know why mm-hmm. you, you just asked for
0: trouble yeah, I I hear you. You know, I always have high expectations for the comic book minute, Nick. What do you got for me? Well,
1: actually, this is definitely a big week. Good week to have high expectations. Now, from what, for the new releases, we got Jane Foster in the Mighty Thor issue one, which I did review for Geeks Worldwide. I think I gave that an 8 out of 10. Solid start. We also got a second issue of Legion of X. From DC, we got the start of Dark Crisis, which I do need to check that out. Um, then we also got the first issue of a new Poison Ivy series. It was... That was some really good stuff. Some really okay. gross artwork on when you're displaying when they were uh, displaying Poison Ivy's powers, which is really cool because obviously she's all about being you know beautiful and everything like that. Mm-hmm. More importantly, mm-hmm. on TLDR this week, we're doing what's new because we do have a guest on the show. Chip Zdarsky is returning to talk about what he's doing next with Daredevil and about taking over Batman. So kind of a big deal that we have the current Batman writer. On T.O.D.R. Not to mention, he's a current Daredevil writer too. So, pretty crazy episode. We had a lot of fun. uh So, okay. can't wait for you guys to hear it. Awesome. Very, very nice. That's a big get there. But he, he's a returning guest. If I'm not, he is. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't get. We talked about his one of his image series a while back when we had him on, um, mm-hmm. and that was great. And that was a lot of fun. But to talk ba- Batman with like the current Batman writer, I think you know for Joe and I, it's kind of like a what the fuck. It's
0: it's, uh, Pantan City, so hopefully everyone goes and checks it out. TLDR. Thank you, Nick, as always. Your main topic, uh, original versus reboot, Jurassic Park versus Jurassic World. So the debate rules, just to kind of keep everyone uh, as a refresher. I know we did this last week, but we have person A uh, who begins with a one-minute argument. Then person B has uh, 30 seconds to respond to that said argument. Then person B then has one minute of his or her own. Uh, to present his or her argument within the same debate topic. Following that, person A has 30 seconds to respond before moving on to the next topic and following the same format. We, of course, open with an opening argument, as any good lawyer does, and close with a closing argument here. But before we do all of that, Nick, we, of course, have our tale of the tape. Uh, But I'm going to allow you to go first here because I just need to wet my whistle real quick, even though we'll, we'll, we'll pop out of order here.
1: Okay, so I am going to be representing the sequel, or the reboot in this case, a little bit of both, Jurassic World, which came mm-hmm. out in 2015. Uh, I had to watch this on Amazon Prime, had to pay for it to rent it, so for those who don't own it, uh, it's not as easily accessible as Jurassic Park is, which we will highlight a little bit later. Although, if you have Fubo, you can record it. Couldn't do it ahead of this episode, unfortunately, but Oh, either way. interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Synopsis, uh, a new theme park built on the original site, of Jurassic Park creates a genetically modified hybrid dinosaur Ooh. the indominus rex which escapes containment and goes on a killing spree which yeah pretty much yeah pretty um, accurate yeah cast and crew uh this is directed by colin trevaro and written by rick jaffa uh, amanda silver and colin trevaro uh starring chris pratt bryce dallas howard ty simpkins judy greer Irfan Khan, Vincent D'Onofrio, Nick Robinson, Jack, uh, Jack Johnson, Omar Sy, and D.B. Wong. Uh, and then at the box office, it hauled in 1.6 billion worldwide. 652 million of those dollars were domestic, uh, and then 208 million of those dollars came in the opening weekend. Um, that 1.6 billion dollars makes Jurassic World the highest-grossing movie. Of the five movies that we've gotten so far, of course, the sixth upcoming, uh, this got a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 71-78 split on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.6 out of 5 on Google Reviews, with 86% of Google users liking this movie West.
0: And again, you mentioned the harsh grading on IMDb. I thought this was a little harsh, too, because that, yeah. you know, when, when we look at the uh, Jurassic Park franchise, I think we're dealing with the top two here without question, right? hmm so, and, and when you look at when I get to the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes rankings, it feels like a big discrepancy that I'm not sure is necessarily there. In my opinion, but I think that again just kind of speaks to what you were saying earlier. Yeah, I got to check the, the Jurassic
1: Park uh, was it Lost World and then three. I'm curious what those IMDb scores. got. I'm going to get those while you go through. I don't. I, I
0: don't think they're very good. Uh, the audience scores maybe, but critically, I don't think they were good. Six
1: point five for the Lost World. That's not. That's oh. not right on IMDb. That's that like compared to Jurassic. For the Lost World the six point five and then six point nine on Jurassic World.
0: Yeah, okay. the, the Lost World feels more accurate than the Jurassic World rating. You know, the six point five yeah. feels like that's more rep- you know than than right. the Jurassic World six point nine. Right. Yeah, that's that's interesting there. Right. But and let's 5. get to for uh, three. sorry. Okay, no, that, that also feels right. Although I saw that movie in theaters. Uh, William H Macy, good good guy, good guy, local guy. Uh 1993's Jurassic Park. Uh, it's now streaming on Netflix. Uh, I believe it's available on Peacock, maybe even HBO Max, which I'm surprised that um, HBO Max, it, it, maybe I'm mistaken about that, but you would think that HBO would have the whole catalog on there, but nevertheless. Uh, I thought it had it had the three, the, the, the original three. Oh, but not the newest ones. Okay, Correct. all right, so that's maybe that's where I'm at with that. Okay, <laughs> the synopsis is uh, a pr- pragmatic paleontologist turning an almost or touring an almost complete theme park on an island in Central America is tasked with protecting a couple of kids uh, after a power failure causes the park's clone dinosaurs to run loose. Descriptive, to the point. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. This is, of course, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Wow. And written by Michael Crichton, uh, starring Sam Neill, uh, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough, Bob Peck, Martin Ferrero, B.D. Wong, uh, Ariana Richards, Samuel Jackson, Wayne Knight, of course, and Joseph Mazzello. Uh, this movie hauled in an astounding 978 million worldwide, considering 1993. Uh, that's 357 million of which was domestic, including um, a, a very uh, a modest 47 million on its opening weekend. I think that maybe speaks to its staying power mm. uh, over time. Uh, it was the highest grossing film of all time prior to 1997's Titanic. And it sold 21 million VHS copies hmm. for 315 million. Wow. Of course, received an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb with a rock solid 92 91 split on Rotten Tomatoes and a 4.8 out of 5 on Google Reviews uh, with 92% of Google users liking this movie. So, across the board, pretty much a fan favorite. Yeah,
1: and I think when you look at it from like a critical standpoint, I think IMDB's got that right a little bit more. Um, but like again, like Jurassic World should be in that
0: very same ballpark. I don't should get it should at least be in the mid sevens. Uh the six point nine, you know, although nice. Uh, you know, a li- little offensive. The highest of the um sequels to the original Jurassic Park movie. Okay. IMDb. All right. So again, like we said, we're dealing with the two best here. So I like that. For sure. Um, right. I believe I went first last time. I'll give you the option if you'd like to uh, go first, or uh, or I can kick things off as the original. Um, I think you. I feel like the original should always be the
1: one to lead things off, to, okay. at least on the opening argument. So by all means, the floor is yours. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, you have sixty seconds on the clock with the opening arguments. No counter arguments with these. Just straight up on the opening. Um, ready to go, Wes
0: yes let me pull up my my uh, stopwatch here okay okay Uh um, right. yes i'm i'm ready whenever you are three two one begin yeah so i will be defending 1993's classic movie jurassic park uh simply put it is our generation generation's jaws the practical effects uh the the staying power that it's had over time it still holds true they hold showings And big movie theaters in the park, uh, drive-in theaters, summer movie series that features movies like Jaws, Jurassic Park, and other classics, too. Again, this is all a part of American movie cinema history here. I believe it has a better uh, storyline than just training dinosaurs and then having ones that, quote, hunt for sport. Um, And again, it also has an advantage of being the first of a genre in terms of not only scale and scope, but also execution. Again, speaking to that staying power. Um, I, I, again, once on, overall, this is our generation's jaws, and I'm going to be proving that uh, throughout the course of this conversation. Thank you for your time, people of the jury. And nice. Perfect. Right on schedule. A little okay. bit of filler there at the end, but uh, we uh, just, nailed it.
1: Just a bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but well, that's that's fine. I'm little, fine with all the bit filler. A little brown
0: ass with the thank you, you know. Mm, all, all filler and no killer. Um, Not brown ass. Kiss ass. Brown ass is something very different. <laughs> <laughs> I, right? I was trying
1: to go for the Sun 41 uh, album. But anyway. All uh, filler,
0: no killer. Yes. yes I did no, get it right. You were there. Yep.
1: Okay. Awesome. All right. And I'm, I'm here for my, my opening argument, too.
0: Awesome. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock starts in three, two, one, go. The original
1: was revolutionary. Some would say that it is our generation's jaws. At least <laughs> I've heard that two or three times. Um, but it simply does not hold up when compared to Jurassic World. Jurassic Park will always hold a special place in people's hearts, but time does not help it. When compared to newer movies, not just from a visual standpoint, which is the obvious one, but from a general storytelling story standpoint, which you'll understand by the end of this argument, if you don't know it already. That's all I need, Wes. Thank you. 30 seconds. Day. Wow. Yep.
0: Wow. Yep. Wow. I came to very, fucking play today. Very concise. And you had a little bit of improv in there. You had a joke earlier in the podcast that went right over my head. This Who is this Nick Fryer? This sunburnt Nick Fryer coming back from the Jersey Shore. That's <laughs> what it is. It's, it's, <laughs> you have all that Jersey Shore Italian bravado just pumping uh, through your, your sunburnt body right now. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it is. Um, uh, I love right. it. Okay, so, do you, would you like to go first on the, sure. the first question? Sure, I can go first on this one, yeah. Okay, so, of course, what is a dinosaur movie without the sweet dino action? Uh, mm. So... We have 60 seconds on the clock here for why Jurassic world has the better sweet dino action in three, two, one.
1: Well, I mean, when I started my argument, my opening argument, I didn't want to lean on this too much. But clearly, this is the hugest advantage that that Jurassic World holds over Jurassic Park. We see a lot more dinosaurs. Of course, we see the pterodactyls getting in the mix. We see, obviously, a lot of raptors, which we did see in the original, along with Tyrannosaurus rex. But then the Adominus rex and the Mosasaurus coming out of the water. Like, there's always a bigger fish. Um, and I'll tell you what, like you look at the visuals from this movie without picking apart Wes's, because I will get to that later. All of these dinosaurs look like they like you, you pluck them out of like their era and holy shit, these are real things. Um, so to me, the, the you get a ton of awesome action 15. in terms of their movement. And then what they do to all the people throughout the park, whether it's some of the important main characters that end up dying or the, the civilians, the bystanders. All of it. Five, Everything is amazing four, from start to finish from an three, action standpoint. Two, one. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Okay. Towner, for you, Wes, so you get 30 seconds on the clock uh, to bash Jurassic World, I guess, and its sweet dino action. Good luck with that. Three, two, one, begin.
0: You know, I would have to give, I want to start by giving credit to the cast because for what they are doing by uh, acting surprised in front of green and blue screens is pretty impressive. But what my cast did in Jurassic Park was actually uh, on Spirum because they saw these creatures in uh, some form of scope that they could actually recreate. Props to the prop team for actually being able to create uh, these dinosaurs to some scale and actually have some lifelike characteristics that last. Time. Okay.
1: Nice. All right, now you have one minute to talk about uh, why Jurassic Park features better sweet dino action. Three,
0: two, one, go. Not only does Jurassic Park have the better sweet dino action, it invented sweet dino action. Again, I had mentioned the practical effects and the animatronics that uh, hold up, that I think still hold up pretty well for a 1993 movie in comparison to what could be done on a keyboard and a mouse uh, today in 2022. I think that's pretty good. Uh, but we have the welcome to the Jurassic Park scene with, with the uh, symphony and the score in the background. You get the Brachiosaurus, Brachiosaurus there the right. first time. And you get that kind of excitement. And again, that awe-inspiring moment. You're kind of there with uh, uh, the archaeologist, archeoto- paleontologist there. Uh, you have the, the first T-Rex scene in the rain. Nick, you mentioned the horror aspects. I think the rain That's and true. the nighttime really adds to that. I feel like Jurassic World is a little bit more colorful and bright. Um, you get the shitter death, of course, in that Newman getting his spitting, uh, dino death Five. getting his comeuppance. Uh, I know every Seinfeld fan loves that. Two. You get a good array right. again for the practical effects. Time, okay, okay. How, how do you even get to the Raptors? Clever girl. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got, to, I mean, you have, there's a lot to get to in these movies there's, for sure. There's yep. a lot, there's a lot of dino action on, on both sides, both sides yep. of the coin here. Uh, yes. 30 seconds on, on, uh, my, my retort here for you in three, two, one, go.
1: So that's great that they created their animatronics and awesome that the actors needed, I guess they needed a crutch where my actors are professionals <laughs> and they just active the under green screen told to handle the situation and they do it. But in the end, there are certain times where I see animatronics in your movie, and I'm like, okay, that's clearly not like CGI or anything like that. And I understand it's the times. That's not. I can't knock it, but when you look at which is better,
0: Five, mine is better, four, and it's three, just that simple. Two,
1: All set. Not that I'd need, you know, it's like three extra seconds on a big swing. Yeah, Nick, I
0: there. I don't envy you for this position. This is like arguing against uh, Forrest Gump. You know, so this is, this is tough. This is a tough uh, corner to pin yourself in, but I respect you nonetheless for it. Well, I'm glad you feel that way because I, I, because t- I sometimes... feel like you might come out like marked as like a terrorist. You might be on like a no fly list. Like, <laughs> someone who just like really hates America. Oh,
1: may- maybe that, that could happen. <laughs> um, I guess there's worse reasons to be to, to be labeled. Shitting that. on
0: Jurassic Park. That, how how more anti-American can you get? I
1: I, I don't know. Um, I guess well, we're <laughs> we're gonna push those boundaries because our next argument is gonna be which movie features a better male lead, and Wes, you will start us off on this one. So yes, yes, I will. Uh, three, two, one, begin.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be uh, my guy Sam Neill and Dr. Grant. Uh, because I think he's a more of a regular guy than the leading man in an action movie who's almost like a superhero. Uh, I think I think the way that he plays is a lot more realistic. He's just uh, a regular paleontologist, uh, just just on the grind, struggling, trying to dig up some bones here. You know, he's not really brooding or, or uh, overly aggro or like huge hulking muscles. He's just kind of a regular guy uh, who's just very smart, who rises to the occasion. Uh, in a situation where he really had no way of preparing for. And again, I think this kind of goes to my point of of having a better overall storyline for this movie uh, is because it's for, you know, for being a dinosaur movie, it's it's fairly more grounded. You're not talking about enhancing dinosaurs. You're talking about a guy who created a dinosaur park and someone going out to test it and then all hell breaks loose. And I think Dr. Grant is a great microcosm of that practicality uh, in this movie. that groundedness
1: Uh, that let that be stricken from the record those last three words
0: (laughs) bullshit Uh, i've really tied it together too that's that's gonna that's gonna bite me (laughs) i didn't think you needed i thought you you made your point but anyways uh uh, you don't never know the jury could be tough here you know ladies
1: and gentlemen of the jury just when you
0: go to vote ignore those last three words Whatever. Amber Heard could have used you as uh, yeah. as her lawyer. You know cool. that's a, that's a topical topical joke. There, you see that how's my Amber,
1: how's my Amber Heard face? Is it, is it a poop face? Uh, I just felt like that was her face all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not great at, as we know. Which, I'm not great at impressions. So, and,
0: and of course, that really comes across in an audio format.
1: Yes, this is very true. <laughs> I will say, I don't know if you caught this, but our guy, our resident guy in the chair, former resident guy in the chair, is uh, apparently lobbying to be Amber Heard's
0: next boyfriend. So, oh, uh, good luck with that okay i wish him best maybe well he he is into mukbang so maybe some scat play is just like the next like step maybe 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 i if they end up becoming a thing and maybe getting married i just i want we want invites i don't don't care i need a plus one uh but i need to want an invite an invite to the wedding would be fun yeah and just just stick me in the back you know like i don't even have to really like i don't even need a Mm -hmm. meal you know, you know what? I'd even consider to, if you said like Nick, you need to be a server
1: at this. I've never worked in the food service industry, but I would consider it for that. Oh, that's good. You would get a meal in
0: that case, though. So that's good. Oh, okay. Well then okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Right. All right, Tim. We're gonna help you out with this. All right. We're we're in. Uh 30 seconds. we got we got derailed there, brother. Mm. We got muckbanged I think that's probably the new oh, term. Goodness. Uh <laughs> <laughs> when we get derailed <laughs> off something. I just got muckbanged. I don't know. That's oh, good. Um uh, but 30 seconds on uh, why Dr. Grant was not a, a strong lead here uh, starting in three, two, one go. So when I was a kid and I first saw this movie
1: and I, I saw it a little bit like later on than, than most, um, I watched him like, okay, he's fine. Like, but he doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot for me. Like he's, yes, he's like, he's solid. He's not bad. But when I watch this, it's like, I'm more, seconds. I understand the dino actions, what you're here for. But like, he's just like, oh, I don't want, I don't like kids. Oh, like uh, what is going on? And then like, and then he's just like, when he's funny, he has this funny dad joke moments, kind of, but
0: that's really it. Five, he's, like, he's
1: fine. He's not Chris Pratt.
0: Three, that's it. Done. Two, one. He certainly is not Chris Pratt. I will say that. That is true. But, said, you know, priority. if you put yourself in a situation, you're know, like, what's the more achievable uh, <sighs> role? <laughs> That's
1: true that you're not wrong. I just don't – well, I – it kind of leads into what I'm going to say.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. So I, I just tossed up a, a gave gave you a, a Nick Fryer changeup right down the middle for you. Wait a minute.
1: Wait <laughs> a minute. My changeup didn't get fucked with. My fastball is whatever. Everybody okay. I didn't give up all an right. extra base hit on a changeup until my final
0: game of my senior year in well, that year. You've so. been uh, you've been getting tested once again. Uh, you know, both within the DSG and I believe outside of the DSG, but uh yeah know, but some people yeah I, i'll go you know, okay i come at all the guys in the dsg about
1: shit right but i'll give them this with like goo especially like goo wants wants to smoke hey all right like you'll it's yeah, a lot yeah. of it's a lot of chitter chatter though but he, goo you guys can organize it yes that's on me though like if i he definitely, really
0: wanted it he could have reached out and organize it
1: he could he could in fairness but goo always says like he's ready for it shine I don't know about Shime and he him and everybody else at the station, kind of the same shit. So like oh. I, I don't want to throw the DSG guys under the bus. Like they they'll <laughs> earn it. But like the the guys at the station, Shime included, I know he crosses over between two, but a little soft.
0: Catching so. strays there. I have not swung a baseball bat in maybe uh eight years like and made content, you know, like I've swung against air just for mm. fun. Sometimes kind of recreating a uh, old nineties baseball player swings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I haven't really like gone to a batting cage or anything. I would get toast. Well, you know, Hey, you know what it, every,
1: I will say, Mac doesn't want me to throw anything but fastballs. And I said, I tell everybody what I'm throwing. I'm not just going to throw fastballs. Cause like anybody can time of a fastball. And I, like, you know, a couple years ago, I could probably still get up to like 85 now. I'll be lucky if I can get up to 80, probably. So like, I look—I like, I don't want to get smacked around. Like anybody can hit 75. <laughs> so, you know, if I'm even at that. So who the fuck knows? But I'm going to try and get rid of it. I
0: got a month to do it. So we'll see what happens. But okay. okay. Well, yeah. If you need someone to get hacks in, you know, just toss me, a, give me some soft toss first. And then uh, that, then you can you know build up my confidence and break me down. There
1: we go. That sounds good. I'll, I will say I do throw to some of my lessons and I throw sometimes I throw hooks and like, I get a little too excited about that. <laughs> it's like, these are taking these dudes like freshmen in high school, but
0: is is it like does uh, Lauren come home sometimes? And it's like you, you're in your office, and she comes in. She's like, "Honey, I'm home." And then you you get all scrambled up, and you get all shocked, and she comes in on, on the computer. She <laughs> thinks it's porn. And it's just like yep. Rob Friedman's pitching ninja yep. like yep. videos up there, and you're mm-hmm. like, "You're not supposed to see this, honey." Oh
1: where it's, just, it's, just, I, I don't it's know. not what it looks like <laughs> i sent this to me i don't even know what the fuck this yeah. is
0: well, yeah.
1: it's, not, it's not even my computer i don't know what's going on No, i, I love
0: those rob friedman uh pitch pitching is amazing i could it's watch best. that stuff all he, the time
1: i'm yeah. so glad mlb's invested because they don't know how to fucking market pitchers for shit and just put money into that guy please because he's yeah. awesome
0: i couldn't yeah oh great i know we talked about this before and again we got muck banged, but uh 60 seconds on the clock of why chris pratt uh, is the better leading man in Jurassic World. Three, two, one, go. This is peak
1: transformation, Chris Pratt. And I hear what Wes is saying about Sam Neill and everything, where it's like, okay, like he's an everyman. Chris Pratt was that. And then he, we obviously, he mm-hmm. probably got a little bit of extra help outside of just working hard at the gym and eating healthier. But still, seeing Andy turn into this, and he's not even being like his goofy self that he is in Star in, um as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy, for me, like, I find it amazing to see this guy have done, you know, change so much. And he's an actual badass here. Like, he's actually a really cool character. And again, we're watching this movie similar to Jurassic Park. It's all about the sweet dino action. And yes, there's, like, a cool plot and everything that's going on. But I want a character that, like, I can kind of like wrap my hands around a little bit in this in in, in the course of all this because there's so Ten much seconds. other like larger stuff going on and he gives me that smart calculated in control badass
0: love cool. chris pratt in this movie mm-hmm. yeah i just looked it up uh real quick because i wanted to know if he was on the sauce for this movie or for guardians but guardians was 2014 this was 2015 so that seems right and then and then maybe you could just carry the cycles right over Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he definitely he had he had to be. Um, but he's a big like homesteader and kind of like off. He's not like a Hollywood guy. You, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. he does a lot of like uh, yard work and stuff like not yard. but You know what I mean? Like yeah, like farm so work and stuff like that. So I, I can see him kind of getting that that um, lifestyle and getting that physique and everything.
1: And easier, if nothing else, easier to maintain once he gets there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, yeah. I mean, that's huge. So, um, it you have your chance to make your counterpoint against the fine fellow Chris Pratt, um, who actually his name and this is Owen Grady. I, yes. I, I, everybody I'm referring to by their their actual name.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we know we know yes. at this point. You know. All
1: right. Good. Thank you. All right. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock, West. Three, two,
0: one, go. Listen. We all love Chris Pratt. We all love the transformation that he made from Fat uh, Fat Pratt and Parks and Rec here. But again, it's just unrealistic that a guy would be training raptors like and again this is a credit to the jurassic world universe which was started by jurassic park uh but just how outrageous it got it then. again i go back to the groundedness within a dinosaur universe uh this this kind of encompasses everything and these are feel like real time. characters that were adapted uh, and put into this movie unlike this guy it's just amazing it who's amazing time okay pushing it there yeah, but I mean, he is, he's like, you know, like I don't want to say Indiana Jones. I feel like Sam Neill might be closer to Indiana Jones.
1: See, I felt like, I felt like as I'm going through this, Chris Pratt is more like what Indiana Jones should be. Like, that's, that's interesting. Okay. so
0: I, I feel like it's just too much. I feel like what was great about mm-hmm. Indiana was he, was that archaeologist, he was the professor, who could also do the cool shit. Yeah. You know, but, not know, not the cool, sh- not, not the guy who did cool shit who was also smart. But- if Sam Neill and Chris Pratt are, t- are both
1: teachers, which one's more likely to have a student that writes on her uh, her eyelids, love you?
0: Oh, Probably Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: So, I mean, who's really the more Indiana Jones-like of the two? And
0: it, would, it would be guy or girl. I mean, gender fluid on that one. There. That's you know, very be, true. Yeah.
1: I think, yeah, I think that's actually a very fair point. Very short-minded of me. I apologize. <laughs> um,
0: well, I, yeah, I don't think it would. I think that just speaks to, again, the transformation. I mean, he's a hunk. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no two ways about that. Uh, but we move
1: away from the hunks and go head over to the fine ladies who were female yes. leads here.
0: Uh, actually, I'm leading off on this one, right? Yes, you are leading off. You were Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one.
1: So when I look at Bryce Dallas Howard's character versus Laura Derns, I'm kind of crossing over into my counterpoint, but I feel like Bryce Dallas Howard has a lot more depth to her character. Yes. Mm. She's all business. Yes she's kind of like out of touch with like obviously with her family but in in the sense of like being a functioning human being so then in a way you might look at her and say like, well no she's kind of like she's she's not she doesn't have a ton of depth to her. she's very like a like a kind of simple character but over time we see her go through the most growth of anybody in this movie 30 seconds so yeah. as much as yes like Laura Dern is more of like a family woman and everything like she also just wants like her whole thing is like yes she's interested in the archaeology but she's just trying to get sam neill to want to have kids throughout the course of this movie that's what gets him into the shit 15. situation as much as bryce dallas howard creates some issues too um i think that's a character who is as complex as anybody as we see in this in these two uh in these two movies
0: five four
1: done, done. thank you okay yes
0: <clears throat> all right 30 seconds on the clock three two one now, I'm, I'm torn here because I don't know if it should be a plus or a minus that uh, Bryce Dallas Howard ran through the entire uh, jungle of Isla Nublar uh, in stilettos. Uh, maybe credit to her, then. You know, maybe, maybe that's the plus 15. side there. But she's the businesswoman. She seems a little bit cold. She doesn't really have that uh, human uh, ability to connect. Uh, I, to your point, I think she does kind of nice. develop a, a little bit throughout and grows. Uh but she's cold. I'm not sure if that's someone the, the icy redheads, you know. I can't do it. Oh, you can't? Okay. Not for me. Uh
1: I can definitely do that. Uh, no, but the but careful. The I, I don't think I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get any pushback <laughs> on that one. But she would like Lauren was like when you talk about the heels thing, Lauren was with you on that one. So she's she she But caught. again, maybe maybe credit to her. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe that's like, you know, you kind of have to be like She-Hulk or Wonder Woman to pull that off realistically.
0: But I don't know. I don't or, care. I, mean, I don't know. I, I walked barefoot down to the beach, you know, a little, little stone. So it's probably a Nick Fryer crow hop from my house to the to the beach uh, nowadays. Bragging. So it's a, a little brag. I, I was bragging you. I'm talking to you up, man. I so appreciate I was, it. I Thank walked you. barefoot trying to get my summer feet there. And there's some spots that are gravelly, uh, some, some parts of that, you know, typical pavement there. That's really unnerving. Like, I don't know, you know, if you, she probably has nice feet. I'm not a Rex Ryan guy, but you know, like that would be like maybe it's the better option to keep the stilettos on because your feet would be so soft and like prone to like getting stepped on. Yeah, I don't know. This is true. Yeah, you could. Who knows? Maybe they have some
1: poisonous stuff out there because it's you know they're trying to create a realistic. Sticks environment. and
0: everything, you know, stone like that's it gets like right up in in the heel or in like the arch of the foot. Like that's a really sensitive area. Yeah. This is very true. You raise... I, a, I don't know. I don't know. He's an excellent
1: point. And by the way, you talk about fire redheads. I'm, I'm looking right now and I have a Bo-Katan action figure and a she action figure right next to me, both redheads. So clearly, you know, like, I, I guess I'm like Aquaman basically, right? Redheads. Okay.
0: Well, we oh. know uh,
1: if, if I <laughs> if see
0: Lauren, she just shows up in red hair there. Then I, I might have some more questions. I mean,
1: it's just, you know, <laughs> you know, redheads. Well, that's, right? Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Tim knows. Uh, yeah or johnny duck knows um, uh, uh,
0: actually anyways laura, uh laura Dern. let's
1: get back to a blonde here huh? you want on one minute on the clock you didn't do your yes, counterpoint. i, I, wa- you I want to
0: no i did do my counterpoint
1: yeah yes sorry misspoke they're getting mukbang left and right so <laughs> um
0: three two one go uh laura Dern, also known as ellie uh is, is willing to get her hands dirty quite literally uh to get the job done and, and she's like okay with going rogue she kind of can handle her own in this brave new world that she found herself in uh, off the coast of, of Central America. Uh, she, again, she's capable of handling herself around the dinosaurs. She's very well-knowledgeable, well-versed around them. Uh, she's she's able to provide aid and care. At Nick, as you mentioned, she's a natural nurturer. She wants that family uh, uh, dynamic there. So I find that a little bit more appealing, a little bit more warm, a little bit more welcoming than Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, and it, but she's also uh, someone who can handle her own again. So I think she kind of brings the best of 50. both worlds, while also being like someone that you could meet after I put these headphones off and I go out into the real world. That's it. Okay. Wow, look at that. Very concise on that.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, so awesome.
0: I feel good. I feel great yeah. about
1: it. That was a, that was it. You you put together a solid argument for Laura during there.
0: All right, I, I appreciate. it. Well, let's hear what you got in response. Thirty seconds on the clock. Three. Two, one, go. I want to
1: waste a little bit of time here saying I feel like you could have made a pun by saying she gets her hands dirty or something like that. Like you could have oh, done something dirty. with "dern" and dirty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you, you missed that there. And you're you mm-hmm. usually around top of that shit. Yeah, um, that's true. But
0: <laughs> 15 <laughs> anyways, seconds.
1: <laughs> anyways, uh, look, I just what I was saying before, like she's fine, but she's a simple character in the storytelling aspect, not in the sense of like she's stupid or anything. I just feel like she doesn't go through a whole lot of growth and Five, she's solid. That's it. Bryce Dallas Howard, three, most dynamic character two, of the four we're one. talking about. Wow. Dynamic. That's that's a that's a big claim. Well, I'm saying dynamic in the storytelling standpoint uh, sense, like, like Sam Neill is a more dynamic character than Chris Pratt they like, they're, they're, it's kind of flip-flopped. I would say, I see. okay, so That right. that is what I mean in all of this, okay. you just
0: threw that out there with the Nick Fryer crow hop. You know, I was, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I mean, most aren't. So, um, it's like each in 2001, he's just like firing guys out from, uh, from the right field corner.
1: So glad you said Ichiro instead of uh, Trevor Bauer because have you heard about that? Like he used to take crow hops off the mound to warm up.
0: That's oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what that, are yeah. you doing? Like, what? that's a name I haven't heard in a while. He's kind of been. I mean, yeah, not kind of. He's been blackballed. Yes, he has. But
1: like, like just before any of that happened, I was like, "What an asshole this guy is!" Like, how do you have you throw like mid to high nineties? Like, you're a tick. Like, you don't yeah. do that to a catcher, but before we get further muck banged, uh, let's move <laughs> to the next topic that we have planned, or the next question. You are leading us off on this one in who is your movie's villain and why is he, she, or it better? Yes. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock, Wesley. Uh,
0: three, two, one, go. Again, this is why I think I enjoyed this movie a little bit more than Jurassic World, uh, is because it's it's a little ambiguous. You know, you you could say it's the T-Rex. You might say it's the Raptors. Uh, you might say it's Hammond or Dr. Wu or some form of N-Gen, who I think overall, Dr. Wu, the through line through the series— Uh, is the villain uh, overall of the franchise, uh, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Or or it could also be uh, humans with a god complex, just overall, right? Whether it's Hammond or or your guy, uh, Massani or Mansari. Mm -hmm. Uh, But overall, I I think that ambiguity uh, works for this movie because you feel like you're in it with the rest of the humans, uh, but you also kind of understand that like the animals or or the dinosaurs, in this case, didn't really ask. They were just created... And they're doing mm-hmm. dinosaur shit, so I think having that kind of up in the air um, adds to the uh, um, long standingness of this movie. I don't think that's a word. Long standingness. Done. Nice job. Longevity. Damn. Restrict
1: <laughs> Both. Both. Longevity and damn. Stricken from the record. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, thirty seconds for my counterpoint, please. Yes. Thirty seconds on the clock. Three, two,
0: one, go.
1: I think everything that Wes said is hundred percent true. I think like the ambiguity is absolutely a thing when you talk about Jurassic Park. And that is awesome. I do appreciate that about a movie. I look, I, I think that we put too much on villains today, like where it's like it's it has nice. to be a kick ass, compelling villain you can get attached to. Sometimes life doesn't have it a clear black and white. But for the sake of this argument, we're talking about who's the better movie villain. So Five, I therefore have the advantage, four, which I'll make that clear great. next.
0: Two, one, stop. Right? <laughs> all right. And then if you're ready, I'll just roll right yes. into it. Please yeah. do. Uh, 60 seconds. Three, two, one, go.
1: So Wes is right about BD Wong, you know, just across all of the Jurassic Park franchise. Thing think it's awesome stuff. Honestly, I would I remembered he was in Jurassic World, forgot he was mm-hmm. in Jurassic Park until I rewatched. So just awesome seeing him in there for a little bit. But for my movie, yes, we have the um, – the Indominus uh, Rex is obviously this big, bad villain, but also a villain. And this is Vincent D'Onofrio because mm-hmm. he's a jackass and he wants to put everybody in danger. And they're kind of – and then he does put people in further danger. He does lead to deaths um, because he's not calculated. Seconds. And, you know, goes to what you're talking about, Wes, with this god complex. And like D'Onofrio kind of to a lesser degree where it's just like they're animals. Like they're our property. End of the discussion. They're going to do whatever the hell we tell they tell them to do. So mm-hmm. I think his his death is great. Um, everything he brings to the table and how frustrating he is and how like he also becomes a necessity kind of at a point, but then also again he just ends up dying and and, and uh, Five, doesn't all work out. So four, and then by what's his point three, by default I have the better two, zone, not ambiguous. One. <laughs> I don't know what's going on today, but I have not to jinx myself because we're almost done. But I have finished every single
0: one. You, like, right you've on. landed. You've landed the plane very well. Blown away. Blown it's, away. It's probably because you watched Top Gun. You know, you, you picked up a few pointers. Oh, you got them down
1: there. Oh, my God. Hats off to you. I take back mm-hmm. like everything I said today. Landing the plane, Top Gun. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Well done. So- call,
0: call back. Watch the episode. Listen uh, to it.
1: Yes, absolutely. It was the last one. You don't got to go too far back Not in the library. Too far. Right? Nice and easy for you. Just like this is going to be for West when he makes his counterpoint about why oh. my I don't have the better mm-hmm. villains in this movie. I don't think going to do it, actually, now that I say it.
0: Three, two, one...
1: Again, my problem
0: with this movie uh, And again, it's a minor one overall But it's the creation of new Super predators, the animal hybrids uh, Having animals that turn Invisible or remember Where the trackers are implanted in there Or the raptors that then Get trained to fight The Indominus Rex uh, By the human savior uh, Chris Pratt there, it's just the human Raptor wrangler, like the whole thing seems like A little bit of a far stretch Which I'm here for, but again the practicality is what I'm preferring.
1: Okay. All right. Practicality when we're talking about dinosaurs. Got it. <laughs> it <laughs> um, works. It, it still holds up. It. Uh, well, you're right. Jurassic Park is still an awesome movie. Um. All right. Uh, now we are on to – okay. So this sounds a little complicated. Wes kind of correct me on this. But um, the next point is which movie has a better park backdrop? Up and coming, which is of course, is Wes's, or established, which of course is Jurassic World. Is that you think that's pretty clear what we're talking about
0: for the people? I think I understood. I was a little confused going into this, so um, I'm interested to see hear your answer first. Okay. If that's if the- that's okay, maybe yes. that will guide help guide me here. I have something where I want to go. I just want to see okay. how far off I am from from you here. Well, well, you what know what? Thinking. It
1: is It is my turn to go first no matter what anyway, so it works out. But, you know, in the end, whatever you think helps your argument,
0: I guess, is all that matters. Um, oh, but, that's nice. It's, that's a real – you're winning the people over here. You know, I don't – I'm just it's being – like giving the jury a candy, like everyone a piece of candy. I'm like, hey. I just yeah. want you to know Here's my something head, sweet. I appreciate my head, you.
1: My head is so big right now, and I just don't get what it is. You're being too nice to me today. This is why Wes is supposed <laughs> to be dick to me. People think he's just an asshole. No, I
0: need it sometimes. Uh um, well, you know, it's all in the, in the veil of assholery. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There. <laughs> there it there, is. You know. There <laughs> it is.
1: Fuck.
0: Okay. Uh.
1: Well, you win again. Uh. But anyways, yes. all right. So, sixty on the clock for me.
0: Three, two, one, go.
1: So, with what with mine, where we have this more established park that's been around for quite some time, and everybody's getting to, to actually experience what's going on at this new Jurassic like dinosaur uh, park, it allows us to to have this feel like oh my god this could actually happen in real life so it kind of changes the whole experience for us as viewers where it feels like this is Mm -hmm. disney world holy shit and then on top of all that it gives us so many more opportunities for some crazy fucking dino action because when the, the the dinosaurs get loose and go after fucking everybody i mean that's some of the best stuff that we see in any of these movies um and also Look, I like horror. Like, of the two of us, I like horror more. 15. Um, but for me, I kind of like action in general more for mm-hmm. dinosaurs versus the horror vibe. And you still get some horror when you're watching, you know, Jurassic World. But this, the backdrop that I have makes this more of an action
0: movie. Done. God, right. 59 seconds and change. That was, Holy that shit. was concise. Thank you very much. I okay. didn't to really give me a countdown on that one. That was, do you that was my
1: want bad. a counterpoint or do you want to go right into your next thing?
0: Let's just go right into it. I think I think okay. that all I think it all kind of. I will works. concede yeah.
1: my counterpoint as well then.
0: Okay, okay, perfect. All right, so we'll just go each one minute on the clock. Yep, three, two, one, go. Again, like, this is kind of what I mentioned when we're talking about the sweet Dino Action question here, and that opening scene with Welcome to Jurassic Park. Um, you, you, you're kind of along for the ride in the Jeep Wranglers and the Ford Explorers uh, with the rest of the paleontologists when the camera pans up to the uh, brontosaurus for the first time, it feels like you're there. And again, I saw this movie in theaters. As I was a kid, I was six, six years old uh, at the time. So like very scary stuff, but uh, it felt very real. And that time when right. you're looking at it, that did feel like that was possible. Like, and and again, I think that moment where you're like kind of that fourth breaking that fourth wall, that fourth person in the, in the, in the car seat with uh Laura Dern, Ian Malcolm, and, and Sam Neill there, um, you know I I I think that's kind of has a little bit more of an impact than uh, Disney World and Dinosaurs five, nice, well done, mm-hmm. okay, awesome, uh, you know, and I know we're going into
1: uh, are we going into our last question here? Did you want to do the
0: challenge? No, no, the, the last one's good. This, okay. this this works, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, but we haven't at all talked about um, oh, what is the 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 Doctor Ian Malcolm chaos theory? Yes, yeah, like we like. Nothing like
0: with him and all of this. So like it's. um Well, cause it, and, but I'm not sure if that was, if that would be entirely fair. Cause the, the supporting cast, it's a kind of non-existent in your movie, right? You have like Jake Johnson a little bit. You have Lauren Lapkus. Like there's not a whole lot really there. Right. Some would
1: argue if you're trying
0: to build Vincent your Dino case, yeah. you,
1: you would have brought that up. Like, I think that would have been a good, cause I definitely like with, with me in my head, I brought up the backdrop because like, I thought that was a better one for me. The better what the more talking yeah. about I thought was better for me. Um,
0: you know, well, th- well, typically I like to find questions that would be 50-50, a kind of a little bit more of a generic, and then maybe throw one in for myself, maybe get mm. one that might might be a little bit more faith- tailored to you. So you know, but I don't want them all to kind of be like skewing one way or the other. Well, if if I have my choice on it. However, too, the, the problem Batman with this thinks. is this is kind of what we were talking about. And maybe maybe a better supported cast would have been a good question on here, but it's a dinosaur heavy movie. Mm. So it's like do we want the arguments to be heavy on like the humans although kind of is, it, but it they, kind, they kind of are isn't. but
1: I I will say at the same time if you had gone that route, I would have you know what I would have done? I would have turned it and said like I have better dinosaurs. Because I have a lot more of types of dinosaurs. Like you have mm, the mm-hmm. raptors, you have the the rex, Tyrannosaurus rex, and then the one with the the fan face thing. Yeah, that Newman. That's really it. So like like prominently, I would say.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. but you also you get the stampede. You get the stampede of the uh, the other true. ones in there. and That's yeah. cool. Like that's a yep. good one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, he, he yeah, does, yeah. So some good ones in there. there. There's some balance in there, right? So it's like. Yeah, for sure. Am yeah, I going to nitpick? Uh, the Jurassic World for having a bad supporting cast when it's like, I just want the dinosaurs, right? Maybe the dinosaurs are the supporting cast. I don't know, right. maybe, yeah. maybe that's the way you could have looked at it, but yeah, hey, you maybe. know, yeah, well, uh, hindsight is 2020.
1: This is true. Um, which I think if anybody could say that when uh, we're talking about <laughs> well, these movies, yeah, it is probably the park owners, yeah, uh, which is going to lead us into our final question which park owner. Is better, uh, West. You have the floor to start us off. Uh, 60 seconds on the
0: clock. Three, two, one, go. Again, this is a kind of a microcosm of the overall question: Who, which movie is better, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? I think uh, uh, it's it's Hammond without question because he came up with the idea originally. Everything after them was either uh, a reboot of his own idea or, or trying to uh, rebirth the idea or, or recapture. Uh, something that was already established within that universe, but it takes uh, a certain uh, a certain amount of ingenuity and respect to come up with the idea. And what is uh, the most important? I'll, I'll close this here with a with a philosophical question, maybe a rhetorical question, but mm. what is the most important part of the fire? Hmm. You know, it's the spark. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, right. it's not rhetorical. I answered it, but that's the time. <laughs> wow. Well done, sir. <laughs> well done.
1: Uh, I don't need to retort. I'm just going to make my point. Uh, okay, perfect. Right. Yeah, that sounds uh, great. i incorporate 60 that.
0: On the clock, in three, two, one, go.
1: As someone who grew up watching Miracle on 34th Street, the of uh, the remake, the one from the <laughs> 90s, I can't help but ask myself: Is this actually Santa Claus? who runs Jurassic Park. So very distracting, very much a huge detractor from this movie for me. Um, 15 but seconds. But when so. you look at Jurassic World, you've got Irfan Khan, um, who's playing Masrani, who throughout all this you know, is a guy who's so loaded, he's not as connected as the original owner of the park. Um, and of course, that's going to happen. But this is the guy who f- gets into it with ev- when everybody else is trying to deal with the mess. He's like, okay, I'm getting in. I'm getting involved. I have to help out in these situations. Mm-hmm. So to me, mm-hmm. like when you you see so many times people who are running the show, their owners, the whatever, they're they're not ready to go and do the grunt work, the hard work. This guy, you know, hold, find a helicopter. Not grunt work, but it's not easy work. And you're going up and f- going up against all these dinosaurs. God. So very cool. impressed. Of course, sacrifices Brilliant. himself. So he's a badass too.
0: One. That's a great point. He is willing to, you know, he runs towards the problem. He's not running away to it, you know. Yeah. Or sitting. He's there acting. With his he's not reacting. Yes. Yes. But to my guy Hammond's credit, he's yeah, you know, he's an old man at this point. Well, how much can he really help
1: out? He is an old man. This is true. And do you who do you like more, as a park owner, a weird old man, or my guy flies in helicopters? A, a dead guy. A dead guy. This is that is also <laughs> true. <interesting. laughs> Okay, uh, we have uh, come to our closing argument portion of the uh, uh, debate. Um, yeah. I believe it's on me to lead us off on this one. I would like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: we got 60 seconds on the clock here. Let me reset the lap. Uh, Give your closing arguments here in uh, three, two, one. I think when you look at these two movies, of course, you see two
1: quality movies, movies that both were strong for the eras that they came out in. I think when you look at my movie though, Jurassic World, it has greater staying power because of the visuals. When you look at the acting as well, I think you're gonna see that that holds up a little bit better over time. As much as Jurassic Park led to so many sequels to the point where we're getting those characters get brought back into the mix for the upcoming movie. But when you break it down bit by bit, looking either at the lead characters, the dino action, the villains, everything, where Wes's movie Jurassic Park started things out in a strong manner. Jurassic World did something that the previous two sequels could not do, and built upon it and gave us something better, which in reality 15. is what we can we always hope to
0: see happen. And wow. period. Oh Done. wow, very yeah. succinct, very mindful of the people's time here. More time to de- deliberate. Well, we've muckbanged, gotten muckbanged a couple times. That's so, true. That yeah, is a good point. We've been yeah. muckbanging all night.
1: Oh, so you have 60 seconds on the clock to make your closing argument on behalf of Jurassic Park. West, three, two,
0: one, go. I mean, I've already established it's first in its class, uh, but I've—I think I've also established that it's best in its class too. Uh, aside from the fact of the the tail of the tape, where uh, you know, due to inflation and 978 billion in 1993 uh, is amazing. Again, I can go see this movie in a drive-in theater. Uh, at a park in a city this summer, if I want to, in a couple of weeks, hmm. you know. Th- so, this is again, as I mentioned at the top of this argument, the jaws of our generation. Um, it, it's still going on. I think Jurassic 30. World is a, a good movie, it's a fine movie, but as we've often said in this universe, uh, Jurassic Park walked, so ju- uh, Jurassic World could uh, maybe take a slight jog there because uh, ju- this was a because that, that's that would be slighting Jurassic Park because I don't think. Uh, this is this is a walking movie. I think I've clocked this movie at thirty-six miles an hour, which is uh, the speed of the T-Rex, uh, uh, and that, that's pretty three, fast if I'm not mistaken. Three, so, two. Yeah. Well, well, well done, well done.
1: This is good. Nice callback to bring it all together. So, <laughs> that is uh, that is our original versus reboot debate, and then of course next week we're going to be doing the new Jurassic World movies. I'm I'm very excited. This is a I'm. Very much ready after watching these. I'm actually going to watch Jurassic World Dominion as well ahead of. Uh, Just to get, of a,
0: get, get a little bit of excitement here. And you mentioned this in your argument. I think uh, Mac and Goo had mentioned this. Maybe uh, uh, Goo and Keith as well. But some of the uh, best moments in the Jurassic Park series occurred in that the theme park when you have the human interaction uh, with the animals kind of plucking off like all the pterodactyls and that sort of thing. But also mm-hmm. in Jurassic Park 2. Uh, the Lost World, when they get into uh, human civilization and off the island, where mm-hmm. you get a little bit of that when they're in San Diego, this movie feels like it's really going to explore more of that, which I think yeah. uh, should be really interesting. The yeah. the ice iceberg uh, mm-hmm. looks very cool i'm i'm very excited
1: for this and look this is another thing where like we talk about expectations we're going into this sure we want like a cool, good story and stuff but we're really here for like when when they say with um was it scorsese says like the the mcu movies are just uh amusement parks no mm-hmm. we kind of want a story with those things we care about a story whether it's the individual story or the larger story with this this is much more like an amusement park this right. is where we crazy dino action and all that kind of shit so I'm top very... gun
0: this this is like just just like make me have a fun theater experience
1: yes but top gun was a lot like top gun maverick was a lot more than that
0: like it really well yeah was. There, there's there's a story too but again like i just want like a blockbuster movie like you know I, i'm less concerned with how we get to certain plot points you know again like what mm. i thought the great thing about uh the original top gun was that it was like a series of vignettes And, like, how you got to those moments didn't really matter. They were just kind of glimpses into life uh, through a period of time, right? So, like, sometimes having that connective tissue works, but if it feels like uh, that's well-defined where you're getting that sort of, like, a moment in time glimpse, Mm -hmm. uh, I think that works too. So um, either way, if you have the action to back it up and to support it, either one plays. And if you enjoyed
1: this debate and didn't listen to the Top Gun one, like Wes keeps bringing back up, that was the last episode, so go check that one out. Uh, we are gonna turn into the discharge depot though now. Yes, all aboard. all gone. Nice. Um, all right, what's been going on with you since uh, we last convened?
0: the uh, uh you did not hear it here, thank god. But my house Wild. has been casa de dog. I have four dogs right now. Uh you know, one has been a newly adopted puppy. Uh, eight month old golden retriever, real sweetheart. Uh, she just walked into the room right now and heard, we were talking look about her. Uh, the- and then two uh puppies, our two other dogs here. Oh uh, yeah. boy, it's was really go. funny. Look, it's, look, at so it's, this, look at this puppy here. Oh, uh, look at that in audio format. Yep, so all the dogs came up here to say hello. Uh, so yeah, so we have four dogs. We're watching for uh, my, my sister in law while well, she's away in Booth Bay Harbor uh they oh. come back tomorrow and i cannot wait
1: <laughs> uh well that is a
0: beautiful dog that what's her name uh, that, that is buttercup a uh, very very sweet oh. supposed to be a golden retriever uh, golden doodle but there's no doodle to her
1: there is no doodle uh, to that but
0: dog. my poor dog uh who is a, a very sweet dog normally uh is turning to a curmudgeon he's just an old guy he doesn't want anything to do with these dogs he's growling. Uh, and just doesn't want. And they they will all sleep together. He sleeps apart. He's like no. He's a good boy. He's, he's trying. He, he's just being an alpha right now. He's just establishing his dom. Well,
1: I I can understand that, and I and I can respect that. I just want to know who's going to be his blue in all this. Um, <laughs> um, as for me, Wes kind of alluded to it earlier, and for those watching, he's those my eyes, blue. He's your oh god! I got it. Got okay. That makes sense. Um. But if you're watching us on the live stream, you can see that I had, my skin is a little bit uh, tanner, a little yes. bit more leathery than normal, uh, because I was actually in New Jersey this past weekend, which of course is known for its tropical weather. Um, but uh, had some wedding stuff with my brother. His uh, his fiance had her bridal party, and my family was down there. And I've never been to see her family where she's from and everything. So kind of went and experienced that. Um, was down there for the weekend, and then also we ended up going to. I forget the name of the town that Jersey Shore was actually filmed in, but we went Seaside to Heights. Seaside Heights. We went, Lauren and I on our way back went to Seaside Heights. We went to the Jersey Shore house, got a little tour, saw the store that they worked in. You know, I don't know how long they worked in, in the show, but um we went there. The the same owner is still there, the other guy who owns the house and everything. So it's a fun little experience. I'm not a fan of the show. I'm actually, I might watch a little bit with Lauren just to kind of because she watched it, but um, now now exactly. you have an
0: interest, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, now I have
1: exactly. a connection
0: or something. Yeah. Yes.
1: So it was a, but like we were in Atlantic City at first, but yes, we were, we were outside for so long. Did I you gamble? Some... No, no, I didn't. No, I, you know what? It was just I don't know. Like I, I just never, I didn't think of that. I did. What was it? I did it for my well, third? Smart birthday. people never
0: play. So that's. Um...
1: Yes, we just tell people how to spend their money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, you don't
1: partake. What is the what is it the rule from? It's from Breaking Bad, right? You don't actually use the product; you just distribute it and make it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, verbatim, that's exactly how Walt White said it. That's how it was written for the show. Um <laughs> you know, Spot on, uh, big time Breaking Bad fans here. But anyways, uh, it is time for this
0: week
1: <laughs> shared universe. All right, Wes, hit me. What's uh, what's going on in the DSG this week?
0: Uh, well, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we have the three hundredth episode of hashtag Dork, uh, which I believe is an AMA style. So, for those who don't frequent Reddit, that's Ask Me Anything. I believe you can submit your questions, uh, and they'll they'll answer them live as a crow flies. Nice, good.
1: That'll be fun. And that's gonna be right for those who uh, are watching us on the live stream. That's gonna be right after us.
0: Yeah, so if you got nothing else planned, no Celtics on tonight, so go go deep with the DSG. Uh we have Mac and Goo who put out a, a rewatch of Jurassic Park. I'm not sure, I'm sure they'll have uh Jurassic Park Dominion this week, uh, with an early screeners hashtag Press Pass boys. That's
1: right, yep. More than like that.
0: Uh and then the people for communism podcast. That's a you know, they're always kind of iffy about what they're uh what they're doing, if they have a podcast this week or not. So uh um, yeah,
1: I think that I, I... I I, can't, I don't like it's just it's very strange. It just seems very inconsistent. And for like given their views, you would think that everybody's supposed to pull their own weight in this podcasting space. Yet the one that would of anybody should do that. They don't.
0: So it's kind of odd. I don't know Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll go back to a jukebox. Maybe they do something wrestling related, you know. But did I, did I we know. talk about this? But like about Rossi's review of Logan? Did that happen between last episode first? Or did we talk? No, about No, no. I think we talked about it. I we think did. I think it was it was nice. It was a good listen. I I think he, he defended himself. He didn't see it. You know, you can't fault someone for if you didn't watch it.
1: Yeah, no no that that it, well I was more annoyed with like when I was throwing the stats at him. It's like Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did okay, yeah. okay cuz I know yeah. I complained to you about it. I can't I just can never remember if we did it on air or not. But um okay, and then for TLDR, we are actually doing shit this week. We actually have two episodes coming out so oh. making up for PCP. Ooh. Of course we have what's new like we normally do. That'll be out on Friday, because we have a Friarside chat planned for Wednesday. We already talked to Chip Zdarsky, Joe, and I did uh, talking Batman because he's the new Batman writer, talking Daredevil because he's continuing to write it along with some other stuff that he's doing over at Image as well. Um, so Fun stuff there. I've heard it both ways. Season four, episode 13, I believe. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, Yes, we're guessing here. Um, Another show that I got to watch at some point. Maybe. Probably not. Um, But then for the uh, streamers, we have Doc at Backcracker. We have Shime at Shime Time. And then Davey and Keefe play their video games over on YouTube on the Mm -hmm, hashtag mm -hmm. York YouTube page. All right, uh, and that does it for us this week. Our plan of is to also review the what's, what. What is the next Jurassic World movie
0: even called? Uh Jurassic World Dominion. Okay, yes, you did say that earlier. My apologies. Se- uh, Semi colon no colon Dominion. Right. So we'll have an exit server. We'll put that out because I think that'll be a a popular pe- movie. I think people will want to see that. One would think.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this. We got a couple good a couple good things planned. We always have good stuff planned, but v- really, like we've got a. We've been on a little bit of a heater lately with these last two debates, and now we got a nice little like relax. No more arguing. No more picking each other apart. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: nice. we just got some sweet Dino action. A little a little yeah. buttered popcorn. You know, maybe a uh, a, a well oiled fountain soda. You know, that's, that oh, sounds like a good time. It does, and it'll uh, it'll be at some point next week, right? Yes. Oh well, well, not just at any point next week. At the same bad time, same bad place. Oh.